Hello you lovely mob and thanks for joining me for episode 126 of Near Perfect Pitch. Well as promised last week I did tell you you're going to be listening to an interview with James Chapman who is MAPS at the end of the programme. You're going to be in for a proper treat and the programme is as a result brought to you by James Chapman, MAPS and the Custard Cream. Oh my word, I tell you. This week it was really difficult to pare down new releases. I could have done a show of 30 new releases with quite consummate ease, I would hasten to say. Uh, Having said that, I've had to whittle it down because content is content. I have to have a nice little cross-section of material that ranges between classics, older songs, newer songs, new releases, and fit in all the special features, which are Hattrick, Obligatory Fall, Tune This, Weekly Peel, essential wax and cover me my goodness me i'll tell you uh, fasten your seat belts it's going to be three hours of, uh, of top top tunes and uh, the banter with james i can guarantee you is superb and we're going to be talking about the latest and greatest maps album the album itself is uh, is out uh, and i'm going to tell you what it's called and get into more detail later but remember the interview is at the end of program kicking things off this week with this absolute gem that i don't think i've played in a long old while
Last Day, that's Silver Sun, that's their second single from 1996. It's pulled off their debut and self-titled LP from 1997 on Polydor Records. Brilliant, brilliant power pop. You don't get better than Silver Sun. You just don't. And before that, of course, the Lars. You need to play them every week, but uh, that would get a bit tedious, wouldn't it? But I'd have no problem with it at all. Um, one of the top five debut albums of all time, the Lars self-titled debut. That's Timeless Melody, their third single from 1990 on Go Discs. Right, what we got next? Oh yes, we've got the latest single by Company Inc.
Yet another band I could listen to all day and every day. That's felt, of course, sunlight bathed the golden glow of 1984's The Strange Idol Pattern and other short stories. Absolutely majestic stuff. Before that, Young Milk by Company Inc. That's their second single. And you can follow them at soundcloud.com slash propeller recordings. And I'll keep you uh, abreast of all things that are coming from their stable. Now... Let's have the first of our special features, shall we? Yes, I think we will. We're going to have a hat-trick. And uh, the hat-trick this week, uh, unlike last week, is completely unthematic. Just three belters, of which two are new releases and one is not. Enjoy this about a 10-15 minute reprieve from my voice. Came up from the 
And that's our third of three in this week's hat-trick. That's Vespertine by Death and Vanilla. They are uh, from Malmo, and you can get this record at deathandvanillamusic.bandcamp.com. Lovely, lovely stuff, and that's off their latest record called Are You a Dreamer? In uh, between Uno and Tres, we had a Bad Note for a Heart. That straight jacket fits from New Zealand. That's their third single from 1990, and the lead track to their second LP, Melt. And we kicked off the hat-trick with In the Capital, latest and greatest single by Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever, rollingblackoutsband.com to learn and keep up with them. We're about uh, seven songs in. Now it's time to hear another new release. Let's hear the latest single by The Umbrellas off the new Maritime EP. Here's City Song.
San Francisco's Starry-Eyed Cadet. That's their latest single. It's a song entitled Slow. Follow them at starryeyedcadet.bandcamp.com. Before that, we heard the umbrellas of the new Maritime EP. Follow them at uh, discontinuousinnovationinc.bandcamp.com. That city song that we heard. Lots of fade-twee indie pop happening of late. I like it. Here's some more.
It takes a good few hours to put near perfect pitch together on a weekly basis. Everything from playlisting and selecting to recording and editing, arranging the interviews, bit of graphic art, bit of uploading, bit of downloading, it takes a long time. So I'm proud to say that uh, Near Perfect Pitch is on Patreon. In lieu of any advertising, it's the only money I make to cover costs. Patreon.com slash Near Perfect Pitch. If you can spare a five or a tenner or 20 a month, more than grateful to you. You'll keep Near Perfect Pitch on the airwaves without any invasive advertising.
That's this week's obligatory fall. Ah, oh, track that's off Ben Sinister, their ninth LP from 1986. That's R O D, preceded by the clientele or the clientele, depending on how posh you are. That's off 2000 Suburban Light, their third single from uh, 1999 actually and it was re-released in 2004 as a matter of course and before that of course we heard starry-eyed cadet from san francisco with their new single slow coming up next it's time for another special feature it used to be called losing one shit by virtue of uh, what it entails just losing it to a tune a uh, a popular song from the past a banger as it were, rolling back the years, drawing the curtains and going chicken jowl frazy with reckless abandon. This week is no different. And we lost a diamond of a human being this week. We lost Nicky Lauder. Nicky Lauder, what a, what a driver and uh, what a chap. And the adversity that the gentleman went through during his life was, uh, was unlike uh, the vast majority of people. A diamond of a bloke that we've lost. So this one is for Nicky Lauder. Rest in peace, you lovely, lovely man.
by myself Sleeping on the weekend Never felt so bad Record on repeat And you never hear it clearer Like I do If you ever read the signs That's the debut single by London's Weird Milk. Anything you want, soundcloud.com slash weirdmilk to learn an awful, awful lot more about them. And that was preceded by this week's tune, this 
Cars, the extended premium mix, Gary Newman, and that's uh, this week's instalment of Tune This, but also at the same time a tribute, a token one at best, I would I would say as well. But however, had to had to make mention of the passing of the great Nicky Lauder this week. What a gem of a man, rest in peace, sir. Pink Chateau is the next song we're going to hear. The title track to the new record by In the Valley Below.
Isn't that gorgeous? That is a tune called Sucker by Ruby Hart. That's off last year's Blue Hour long player, rubyhaunt.bandcamp.com. They're from Los Angeles. And before that, before we heard Sucker, we heard Pink Chateau by In The Valley Below. Inthevalleybelow.com is how you can keep track of them. And that's off their new Pink Chateau LP. Now it's time for another special feature. Yes, another one. Yes. Weekly Peel this week, going all the way back to 1989. The Family Cat. Baby at all 
the latest single from Scotland's Malcolm Middleton and you can follow Malcolm at uh, malcolmmiddleton.bandcamp.com that's one of two tracks off the scaffolding Have Fun Mister it's seemingly a double A side hard to tell these days anyway scaffolding is a song that we heard from him and that was preceded by from the 4th of October 1989 Sandbag Your Heart by The Family Cat Southampton's The Family Cat no less coming up next let's uh, hear something off the debut self-titled LP by Ammo Ammo shall we here's Antidote
from Oslo, that's Foam with a track pulled off their self-titled debut LP. And uh, that's a tune called Isengard. And that's Foam with three M's. Yes, F-O-A-M-M.bandcamp.com to keep track of them. And before that, from Los Angeles, that's Ammo Ammo with a track called Antidote, a tune off their self-titled debut LP, Ammo Ammo. That's A-M-O-A-M-O, music.bandcamp.com. Come Right, we are about 20 songs into the programme. Now it's time to hear another new release. This is from Preston's Christian Alexander. It's a great, great record, this. It really, really is. It's called Summer 17. Here's a tune called I Wanna Go Home. I've been so beat down and banged out I seem so worn out and stressed now Baby, I'm tired of rushing I blew you off like it's nothing I've been so beat down and banged out I seem so worn out and stressed now
That's Swell Maps with their fourth and their last single from 1979, Let's Build the Car. And that was preceded by I Wanna Go Home by Christine Alexander of uh, the brand new Summer 17 uh, LP. He's from Preston and that is a, uh, that's a very, very melancholy record, I would hasten to say. Beautiful stuff. Now, coming up next, something new by Art Magic. You've been on the program before. Now, it's a new release. It's called I Won't Change You. And then after that, it's going to segue into our Essential Wax, which is this week's album of the week, your must-have record. And it's by Brian. And it's called Understand. And it is immense. you got that coming up in about three minutes. You can tie the rope. I will take the weights. I will let you be the trap If I can be the bait You can be the words That I don't want to speak I will let you take the strain If you'll let me be
that's just top top bananas isn't it that is brian with understand track one of two tracks that we're going to be playing from our essential wax and our essential wax is our must have lp and it's brought to you by everything indie over 40.com people who are musically in the same league as you and i with taste we like to uh, we like to flaunt it we like to share we like to get involved we like to remind people of all the stuff that uh, we think that they should be hearing and that's what everything india over 40 is about it's a brilliant musical community join them join their forces and uh, you'll never look back it's a, it's a lot of fun lots of polls and opinions and uh, banter and they're very active on social media any road before I talk more about Brian, I can also say that before we heard the Brian track, we heard I Won't Change You by Art Magic, artmagic.bandcamp.com, title track to their new I Won't Change You EP. Now, who are is Brian? Brian were on uh, Satanta Records, and uh, the chap concerned is Ken Sweeney. Ken Sweeney, under the guise of Brian, released two LPs and two singles, and they were just pure gold absolutely legendary records and uh, ken has disappeared from the industry and i'm trying to get him on the program to actually do a catch-up and see what he's been up to and see if there's ever a chance of a a couple of uh, rare brian tunes making it uh, uh, to the rounds again and being available and uh, see if he's ever going to write again because uh, judging by the two records and two singles it's a terrible terrible waste and this will go further in proving that uh, we do need another brian record here's a million miles off the featured lp this week essential wax has brought to you by everything indie over 40 brian's understand from 1992 here's a million miles <laughs> Your 
Keeping it Irish. That's Neil Hannon, of course, the divine comedy. That's Tailspin of 1990s fanfare for the Common Muse LP. And that's preceded by a couple of absolutely stellar tunes of this week's Essential Wax, as brought to you by Everything Indie Over 40. Brian Understand from 1992. Brian is Ken Sweeney. It was released on Satanta Records. You can get it uh, online at the likes of Discogs and uh, other other repositories that uh, tend to sell loads and loads of old records uh, there being the uh, probably the primary one anyway you can get it for a very decent price but don't just stop there get his other lp and two singles as well while you're at it again brian marvelous stuff time for one more uh, special feature before we uh, get very very close to the interview with with james chapman who is maps that's coming up in a matter of minutes before we've got a couple of tracks to get to starting with this this week's cover me from Nancy in France, taking islands in Africa. Uh, this is Orwell doing some Japan, and it is quite, quite gorgeous. Now I know I'm 
times they could get tough But I'll move on so how can I fail
takes a good few hours to put near perfect pitch together on a weekly basis. Everything from playlisting and selecting to recording and editing, arranging the interviews, bit of graphic art, bit of uploading, bit of downloading, it takes a long time. So I'm proud to say that uh, Near Perfect Pitch is on Patreon. In lieu of any advertising, it's the only money I make to cover costs. Patreon.com slash Near Perfect Pitch. If you can spare a fiver, a tenner or 20 a month, more than grateful to you. You'll keep Near Perfect Pitch on the airwaves without any invasive advertising. The smart amongst you will recognize that the the bed, the music bed track to my Patreon little ad there is uh, Money Changes Everything, the instrumental by the Smiths. Think on that. Now, what shall I, uh, what shall I uh, inform you of? I think I should probably tell you what you just heard, shouldn't I? We just heard from New York, Clovers by Barry, barry.bandcamp.com. Not a bloke called Barry, a band called Barry, and they are spelled... B-A-R-R-I-E, off the new Happy To Be Here album, and it is a poptacular record. Go out and snag it. And before that, from uh, Nancy in France, we heard Orwell, orwell.bandcamp.com, just as you'd expect, a la George Orwell, and that's uh, this week's Cover Me, Taking Islands in Africa, by the mighty Japan, as done beautifully by Orwell. Gorgeous. Now it's time to get into maps. James Chapman, he's been around for many years. I can uh, proudly say I'm a day one when it comes to maps material. Been trying to get James on the programme for quite some time. And uh, the new record is out, Colours Reflect Time Loss, his fourth full-length LP. And it is typically magnificent. It's his first record under the guise of maps for six years. It's been a long time coming, but it's been worth the wait. The record is just fantastic. Here's Just Reflecting.
Well, I hope that's sufficiently got you in the mood for my chat that is forthcoming in just a few seconds with uh, with James Chapman, who is Maps. We heard a couple of crackers that he chose me to play as I asked him. You'll find out at the end of the interview. Maps' new record is Colours Reflect Time Loss. We've just heard Sophia preceded by Just Reflecting. Now it's over to myself and James for a chat where you'll learn a heck of a lot more about Maps. And I'll be back with one more track to wrap things up after the interview. Enjoy this. I'm sure you will. Hello. Hello. Is this James? It is. Is that Sarah? Yeah, it is. Nice to talk to you, James. How are things? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, what's happening in uh, Northampton at the minute? <laughs> not, not that much. It's uh, just about to start raining. Um, and, yeah, I've just been doing some stuff in the studio. So, um, yeah. Well... Well, when 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 are you? Well, I'm 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 in Ottawa and it, it is raining here, so uh, there's the weather forecast out of the way. And and I, I would assume that you spend an inordinate amount of time in your uh, in your studio environment, don't you? I do, but it has a window, so I can see I can see the weather, even if I'm not uh, taking part in in it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I understand. I understand that you now. You know this this sort of impression that that people had of you over the years that you were holed up in some uh, some tiny four walls. It's actually a little bit better than that, isn't it? You've got you've got a full you've got a full view of nature. You can be inspired by the outdoors, and you it, it's not as uh, holed in as, as as I was led to believe. It's a little bit more expansive. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good um, a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean I do spend a lot of time um, working inside. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice place to work. Well, I understand that when you go to London, and even now, when you know when you go to London for for, for work, business, pleasure, what have you, you're uh, still sufficiently bowled away. Uh, you know, obviously, Northampton isn't the, the centre of the universe, although it's a lovely, sleepy little town. It's it's it's, it's great. It, it just depends what you want. But are you still uh, still blown away by London, its magnitude. I mean, it's changed a lot since I lived there. It frankly scares me now as a big city. <laughs> it's a nut house. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think if you live there, you get used to it. But yeah, I think when I'm, because I, I go down quite a bit um, for like to do music stuff. But yeah, yeah, as soon as you get off the train, you're just kind of swept off your feet by the. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I first moved there, lived there on three occasions, but the first time I moved there, I, I used to, just for the first few days where I had a, a, a modicum of objectivity, uh, I used to think, oh, wow, people are so bloody rude, you know, not giving their seats up. And literally after a week, I would arm, I would arm wrestle a granny for that last seat, you know what I mean? It, it changes you. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Anyway, all that aside, this is your long. Aside from the, uh, the the brilliant project, which we'll talk about on Dead Wave, this is your longest maps sabbatical ever. So, it must feel like you've come home in in in, in some ways. And does it does it does it sleep, seem as long as it actually has been since the last record? Um, it does. It, it it does and it doesn't. I think because. Um, 
I did another record in between, which was the On Dead Waves yeah. album. So, yeah, I mean, that, that took up a lot of time in between um, the last Maps album and this one. So, uh, yeah, there was, there was that. But I was always kind of working on that stuff um, when I could. But So I, I guess it, it doesn't feel as long as it probably should. <laughs> No, I would I would expect that on Dead Waves, of course, that was a big project in itself, but it was a completely different vibe, and that's no disrespect to either of you know either of the projects, but it's noticeably different, and it must have been a nice departure for you for uh, uh, to, to work with a well, first of all, to collaborate, uh, and and then to actually work work in a different environment as opposed to uh, pushing and, and and pushing all the buttons yourself. You 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 had to let let things go, I would imagine, which is probably good practice for this record. Have been, well, it's a big departure for your full stop, really. I mean, you know, seven billion people out there and, and making this foray after having made, and let's be honest, uh, and you lot listening out there, James has made a catalogue of, of brilliant records on his own before we can even touch upon Colours Reflect Time Loss, which is a departure. It's not a massive departure, but it's a departure certainly in, in behind the scenes, perhaps not so much in, 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 in the sound, although it is, in my opinion, unavoidably uh, different when it comes to the sound by virtue of, of, of your recruitment, if, if you want to call it re recruitment, because prior, prior, to, prior to this, there, there was no such thing as, as, as MAPS recruitment. It was uh, more like cloning yourself, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, yeah. I think there, there was... Um, yeah, it was, it was a very solo endeavour. Um, but yeah, this, this one was different. It was, I mean, it was different in the, the process, which obviously led to a difference in sound as well. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased with how it all turned out. Well, you've got to be pleased with it, because I, I, I've, I've done, done my fair share of reading on it and, and trying to bone up on, on the process, and you've been really, really dogged with this project, so you just haven't taken no for an answer, and you've just sequentially got this done hurdle by hurdle by hurdle. Um, I, I know that in, in working with Polly on, on Dead Waves, um, that would have been a departure for you, and as I say, that would have been good good grounding for, for this uh, enveloping of uh, up to double figures of, of, of new recruits, really. I mean, uh, the, six, the six, six piece alone with the Echo Collective, that, that, that's six more than you ever worked with right there. You know, without 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 mentioning Matt or even 
uh, from what I can gather here, Cecilia, Jennifer and, and Rachel, who are uh, adding their vocals in different capacities on the record. Um, yeah. what, what was it like for you? Because you've always come across as a, as a, a very, very focused chap, but also uh, quite reserved and... and um, and, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. You're not overt and in people's faces. Is it? Was it difficult for you to commandeer this project? Because that's what this project needed. This needs someone to actually take it by the short and curlies. Was it? Was it difficult for you to sort of make that transition? Um, yeah, I think I definitely had to come out of my comfort zone um, a, a few times. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because like the. It kind of came together piece by piece, in a way, because it it, it kind of began really with um, Cecilia, who did the, the the choral vocals. Yeah. And, and we just worked kind of. Um, I mean, I think I've met her once at an undead wave gig in person, but we did all all the the stuff that's on the album was just sending back and forth. Um, she lives like way up in Hampton Bridge um, in the UK so like, we just did it kind of that way um, and then the like the so the, and once I've done that I, I realised how much it was really adding to the sound and I just wanted to push for more yeah <laughs> so um, yeah and the Echo Collective was I was I was lucky because they they assigned a new song. Yes. So that was an introduction that was quite um, natural. Uh, so yeah, and and so working with them was like a. It, it, I mean, it, they they were really the, like the best people at, at the kind of thing that I was looking for. So I think it was just the, for me the the hurdle was like doing the arrangements. Yes. And not being too. Um, I don't know, just for not feeling too much like an imposter. <laughs> yes. And like expecting them to like um, do what I said. <laughs> um, nice. But it was great. I mean, it all worked out. And I think so. Things like that were were it was a, quite a steep learning curve. Oh, I can bet. I can me. bet. Well, now it's second nature. You've earned your stripes now, and 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 hopefully. Your comfort zone is, is is a broader horizon now, whereby you won't have as much trepidation in, you know, conducting something as opposed to coaxing it yeah, along. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I yeah. think it, it's definitely made me want to do more. Um, I mean, I, I love doing the arrangements, and it's a different feeling because you're kind of you're putting the notes on the page, and then you're handing them to someone else. To kind of play, yeah. and it's, it's kind of it's different to how I usually were, where you're kind of just hearing the things that you're making in real time. So absolutely, yeah, it's, it's kind of um, it's, it was quite exciting really to just sit down and listen to the, the the music come to life. Yeah, I mean that's an obvious dynamic, but I suppose another one must be that you know working the way that you've traditionally worked up until working with with Polly was you've got that. Immediacy—it's—it's—it's it's, it's right there. It's almost real time. Whereas this, where you have to sort of adopt a bit of patience and then probably have that that little surprise when you do actually hear it, because of the you know the lack of immediacy. There's a, a bit more of a process involved whereby you've got yeah, to definitely. entrust yeah, it. I mean, I think even with the kind of technology, 
was always using um, kind of um, MIDI trombones and, and things like that yeah. to kind of hear it in the studio. But then when you get the real thing, you know, just it sounds so good. It's chalk and cheese, isn't it? Like deeper and earthier, and um, yeah, and then the kind of the performance element as well. You know, it's, of course. It's all about yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was, I was about to say in the beginning, you know, real instruments, you know, steady on James, but it, it, it's, it's a wonderful departure for you. But to, to the end user and listening to the record, it seems totally organic. Well, of course, there were there was not so much teething problems, but there was there was you just getting used to it. But it, it must be something you look on now with with real pride because it's a very different record. And if if, if those those of you out there who have followed James's career. You know, from the first, from from the first to now, it, it's really been been a progression. It's been everything's been noticeably maps. There's no two ways about that. But there's definitely been an evolution. And this one, with the, uh, with the well, you're probably using double and triple the tracks that you would do on on the last records, just by virtue of how how, how it's been made. Are, are you in a bit a bit of wonderment here because you you passed on a lot of control, so it's not all you're doing. So there's a lot more for this. Uh, in terms of discovery, you listening to your own record nowadays, as opposed to listening to something that you've contrived in real time and are familiar with every nuance. This is a bit different, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, there is. A, it is uh, different in some ways. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I'm still, I'm still quite a, I guess, <laughs> control freak in a sense because I, I kind of. I got all the parts and then I brought them back and I worked on them, you know, in a similar way that I would have worked on other albums. And and so there, there was like a lot of, um, I don't know, like post-production, probably the term, like with, with what was recorded. And, and so, I, but I enjoyed the fact that all the, you know, the, the album was made in different places and then just bringing that and you were like listening to things that were, recorded in Brussels and then yeah. vocals that were recorded in Philadelphia and it's just it was it's kind of like a musical um, trip in a sense well it is <laughs> it's a, it certainly is to the end user and it must be to you as the creator as well yeah the trip in the trip in every sense of the word that's for sure <laughs> now now when we're talking about this record uh, I think it's contextually relevant that, that we touch upon your love of classical music and, and your uh, you can play the violin. I'm not sure uh, how much of a virtuoso you are, but I do know that you play the violin. You played it as, as a kid, and, and um, you know it's well documented your love of classical music. But you really did get to put it into a little bit more action than usual this time, didn't you? Uh, yeah, totally. And I think um, yeah, I mean I, I, that was kind of my entry point into music was like learning the violin um, when I was young and, and yeah I used to play in orchestras and, and things like that and I mean I was, I was a kid back then but I'm not so good now <laughs> but, but the, the kind of things that you learn you know the basic theory and the, I mean just being able to read music and, and you know know about kind of um, how it's constructed and it, it really helps and I think definitely at the time, I didn't appreciate, you know, being the kid who carried the violin to school. It wasn't the coolest look. No. Um, but, 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm very um, grateful that that kind of came into use with this album. Fantastic. No, it must be wonderful because this this is this record. I'm, I'm sure on a personal level, is the coming together of of many facets, many years, many components, and being this different piece of work, as I keep saying, and, and just to, you know, the connotation of the word different doesn't mean uh, any worse or any uh, or any better. It's just different, uh, in as much as the presentation's different as well. It's it's the first thing I noticed, of course, is is, is the visual. It's 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 not noticeably a, a maps record just by looking at the sleeve. How, how conscious, how conscious w was the effort to? Uh, to put forth the the look and the feel of, of the cover and 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 uh, etc. And, and the photography that you used. Yeah, it, w it was important. I think um, the, the visual element is always important with um, music, and, and I was really lucky to kind of. I mean, I, I found again that a lot of things kind of fell into place really nicely with this album. In that, I found the the people that did the artwork. Which is um, uh, this small company based in Vienna, which is called the Atelier Olchinsky. And I just found their stuff online, and, and then we contacted them, and they were like, "Yeah, we'd love to do it." And, Sweet. Because um, it just fits so well with the music, and, and yeah, it, it, I, 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 just, I guess I was looking for. I mean, there's, there's a lot of elements in the album that were that kind of looking back and. Uh, like themes of memory and, and reflection, and yes, that's what I thought I was... it was important to kind of try to get that feel with the album, um, but like with, with, with the artwork. Sorry. Yes, yes, no, and, and it just it does come across, and I must admit that I sound like a, the, the consummate bullshit artist because it is an intangible. It's um, because it, you know it's, it's a blurred image, and, and you know you've touched upon my next question, which was the the lyrical content and you harping back, I, I think, largely to, to, to your childhood. Um, and you know the, the innocence of emotion, and uh, well, I spend ninety-five percent of my dream world is 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 my is the heady days of childhood and the the, the naivety and the innocence. And yeah. um, I'm wondering if that's the same with you. I think um, yeah, I, I think there was definitely. Um, I mean, for me, it was more trying to recreate that feeling rather than like specific memories. So yeah. Kind of trying to remember what it was like to, to view the world with that kind of innocence and with that kind of sense of wonder, um, and, which is hard when you're like... <laughs> when, you've when you've been tarnished, haven't you? You've been irreversibly... driven you down, so it's hard to tap back into that, but that was, that was the aim, really, was to try and to... Um, at least with the music, I mean, that was the aim to kind of create that um, innocence within the music and then the lyrics are kind of, you know, a bit, a bit more questioning or uh, slightly darker in times as well. So. Yeah, they're very inquisitive, that's for sure. But I, I just love I just love the sentiment. It pervades without it being blatant, if, if that at all resonates with you. It's, it's not beating you over the head. It's, it's, a, it's a lot more subtle, but it does exude... Uh, anyway, it certainly does with me. It has it has me listening to the track, but also 
my little brain is, is, is firing quite quickly in, in, in terms of memories and firing back and forth through time as I listen to these, uh, you know, especially songs like Wildfire and, and New Star and Sophia, that songs like that get me, get me really using my brain quicker than it's probably able to be used because it's firing all over the place. But it's, uh, it's beautifully, beautifully evocative stuff. No, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And as, as I always tell talented people, you don't need my endorsement to make anything, uh, anything uh, uh, more. No, I love hearing, um, you know, how other people react because it, it, you know, when you've been making something for so long, there's always, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I knew that I was loving it when I was making it, but then there's always, there's, you never really know what other people are going to make of it. So, well, it's well, it's, it's great. It must be lovely for you to hear that. But I, but I, I know that deep down, you know how good a record it is. And but what, what what are your reasonable expectations for the record? Because you know it's it's full length number number four. It's been it's been quite some time. You've been around, and uh, you know you are well known. And when I, when I think of Northampton, really in terms of music, I mean there are lots of artists from Northampton, of course. But the two major ones, I think of I think of Pat Fish, the Jazz Butcher, and yourself. Well, I used to live in Loughborough. No, I used to go to grammar school there, um, oh, and I've got a lot of you know, a lot of friends, and I've made new friends, and a lot of them, you know, not a lot of them, but I've got lots of friends like you know, like Pat in, in Northampton. So it's uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot more to it than than, than, than kinky boots, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think um, there there definitely is. Like, I mean, it's funny, Pat Fish. Um, I don't, I don't it, but. He, my first ever band when I was like young, about kind of fifteen or sixteen, he he kind of cut our demo. Oh, beautiful! We were like really excited. We got Pat Fish. Um, That's a legend. Yeah, so he, he, yeah, just hearing his name again is really good. To, yeah, he's been on the show. He's been on the show a couple of times, and, and you can never have enough jazz butcher. You know, it's just yeah. just just one of those things. You have to keep. If, if you've got any kind of record collection, you need to have a, a, a serious array of, of of jazz butcher in there to have any degree of completion. That's for sure. But it's, it's cool. I, I have no idea. That's that's something I've learned today that you actually did. You did. You cut a demo with Pat. That's really cool. More than cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm going back. I mean, talking about memory. <laughs> like, yeah. It must have been 1990. Six, maybe. Yeah, I used to play guitar in a, a band. Blimey. So yeah. Is is that something that that uh, that we can that, that someone like me could buy, or is it just did it did it ever get released? What you did there? Oh, um, <laughs> I, I, no. I mean, we were we were more of a live. All right. Um, a live experience. I Okay, just checking because I, I would have been, I would have been, I would have been on Discogs looking it up if you'd let me know if it was available. I'd, I'd have been on, on. Oh, it won't. No, it won't be. I think there was there was a few cassettes. Right. Knocking around, but yeah, no, there was nothing kind of. All right, I'll have a word with Pat and ask if he's got anything in his basement. <laughs> like always. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's, anyway, that's just that's a nice anecdote. Something that I completely un, was unexpected that you that you work with Pat. Um, um, yeah, sorry, uh, no, it's brilliant. I, I love all these analogies. Well, if if somebody bumped into you, as they say, the elevator pitch. You know what it is. You know, and they say, okay, what's Northampton like? 
and this is mainly for the the, 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 the listeners who aren't UK based. I mean, it's much like a lot of places, but it's much unlike a lot of places. But how, how would you succinctly sort of uh, envelop Northampton to, to someone who says, hey, what's, what, what's the scene, what's the vibe like there? Um, I mean, it's a lot more, I mean, the, the pace of life is a lot slower. Um, there's a lot of shoes that are made. It's kind of, that's the big yeah. export coming from Northampton. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I find it hard to speak objectively because I was born here and I've lived here so long, but I think it, it, is, a, it is a nice place to live. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I, now I live further out, I kind of live in a little village, um, which actually is probably nearer to Kettering. Oh, right. You know that? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and, here, and so here it's even more quiet. I mean, it's very... Um, well, you've got the rolling hills out the window, right? But what, is it fair to say you've got nature, nature just on your doorstep? I have, yeah, yeah. That sounds very. Um, I don't know. It, it sounds quite corny, but it's nothing wrong with that at all. I like it. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm 52 now, and and I tell you, it was, it was the the antithesis of what I wanted 25, 30 years ago. It was, you know, concrete, hustle, bustle. Now I'll do anything for a quiet life. I really will. <laughs> okay. Within yeah, reason. It's both. I mean, a lot of my friends were all so eager to move to London, and now they're just really eager to move out again. Well, there's nothing like being <laughs> completely. Kind of, um, as you get older, you just well, you don't need all the all the kind of um, hustle and bustle really. I don't know. I don't know if I want to pay a premium just so I can get a mocha frappuccino within two minutes. I'm not really bothered. <laughs> this is, yeah, some people do those. Yeah, well, as long as I can get my records and I can get, I can get the football, then, then I'm not, not really bothered. I mean, it's... it's what, what, what else is there, James? Say that again, sorry? I'm saying what else is there? As long as I can get my music and my football and my Netflix, then what else is there, right? Oh, totally, yeah. Doesn't matter where yeah, you are. Of life. <laughs> it's also a real reflection of how bloody shallow I am, but that's that's that's, a, that's another story. I was going to ask you. Um, this is a, a bit of a lazy question, but I was hoping that you could choose three three songs off the new record for me to play. Any three that you'd like? No, any, anything goes. I mean, it's, this this show is not remotely commercial. I play, you know, makes Radio Six look like it's playlisted. This we play what we want on this one. I mean, I, I probably. I mean, just reflecting. Yeah. Is a good one. Um, I would play. Um, I mean, if you've got the time. Oh yeah. Sophia. Yeah, loads of time. No worries. No, take your time, it's not a problem. You've put me on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, I think, the plans you made. Yeah, cool. There yeah. you go. Well, there's the, there's the three. And um, I've got one last question for you, and it's completely non-related to music, Northampton, Patfish, or anything like that. It's related to something that's very, very culturally important, and it's hypothetical, the question, in that you're here at my place got a hot beverage in your hand and I, and I come out of the pantry with the magic biscuit tin, James, and you can choose 
Any biscuit on God's green earth, past, present, or even future, what biscuit would you plump for? Yeah, I know. But the first one that came to mind was a uh, custard cream. Okay. Well, sometimes your gut feeling, no pun intended, is the way to go. I've got this uh, fairly articulate infographic with adjacently positioned artists next to their biscuits of choice, so I'll email that off to you once I've updated it. <laughs> I'm not sure it will take pride of place. Yeah, well, yeah, you've got to have a, you've got to have some kind of pastime. It's not just the dunk. You want a bit more extracurricular, and I think the custard cream offers that. So, fair play to you. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good old sturdy biscuit. The custard cream, you can't poke holes in it. Literally, you just can't. It's a good old biscuit. So, on that note, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad that we got to do this. Uh, obviously, thanks to to all the people at Mute, but you, especially yourself. And and I'll uh, I'll be in touch imminently with all the details, but. I'm just so happy that you're back with this brilliant record that I've got stuff to share with, with people who are as fond of you as I am. And, and it's just great that you're back, James. So just fair play to you. Thanks so much, though. I, I, I really do appreciate that. And it's, it's been a pleasure. Oh, well, let's, let's, let's just keep in touch and then uh, we'll have a chat when the next one comes out. But in the meantime, let's, let's, uh, let's hope that people are as receptive to this record as they should be and uh, it gets as much play as it, as it deserves. And uh, uh, oh, one last thing. Um, are you taking to the road anytime soon, or is that something that's not on the agenda? Um, no, we are. I mean, we're, we've got our first uh, show with a new band next Friday, actually. That is immense. Sea uh, Change Festival. Oh, brilliant. Um, and then we're playing at uh, Milton Keynes, which you probably know. Yeah. Um, there's a, a, a new venue, which is really lovely, called MK Gallery, on the 1st of June. Oh, marvellous. Marvellous. And then we're playing Hepton Bridge Arts Festival. That'll be magnificent. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's some four. That's four at least brilliant gigs that are forthcoming in the next few weeks. That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really excited to, to, to play these songs. So, yeah. I'm chuffed for you, and hopefully, hopefully, you'll get to video those for, for posterities and, and share it with the fan base. That'd be wonderful if you could do that. There'll be evidence. Good, good, because we we only deal in absolutes. We need we need evidence. That's wonderful. <laughs> so on that note, have a tremendous Friday, and uh, I will uh, I'll be in touch imminently. And, and thanks so much for your time. Thanks, thanks a lot, mate. I appreciate it. All thanks the best. Soon. Yeah, talk soon. Ta-ra. Bye then. There you have it. Thanks so much, James. That was a top chat. It's been a long time coming. Wanted to talk to him for a long old while. Love Maps. Hope you do as well. Here's one more song to further indoctrinate you. The third and final track off the new record, Colours Reflect Time Loss. The third and final track as chosen by James. The plans we made.
by Jingo, as my dad says. That is an absolute cracker. The Plans We Made, that's the third of three songs that we've heard off the brand new LP by Maps, Colours Reflect, Time Loss. And uh, you need to know that the website you need to go to to keep abreast of everything that is Maps is thisismaps.com and you can keep ahead and uh, keep abreast of everything there now uh, next week I'll be back with an interview with Tom Green he's got a new uh, record out which is a lot of fun uh, the comedic Tom Green and uh, I'll be back with possibly another interview I'm just uh, planning my uh, my forthcoming week in the next uh, couple of days so who knows there's at least going to be an interview with Tom Green if you could in the interim recommend the programme to somebody who uh, has a great taste in music and who hasn't uh, stumbled upon the programme yet or is in dire need of musical differability do pass on the program as well and do take note of uh, patreon.com slash near perfect pitch that'd be great if any any one of you could uh, donate a five or a ten or a month to keep the show going i'd be immensely grateful i'll be back next week with more fun and frivolity with episode 127 of near perfect pitch thanks to james thanks to you all the best be safe have a great week ta-ra